Welcome to Puck Talk CS. We have a huge guest on today, Based Shesty, OG Based Shay. He's been on Twitter for years now, 16,000 followers. He garners them through, I think, just the most natural comedy I've seen in my life. I think he's just the most genuine Ranger fan on the internet. Thanks for joining us. I know that's not your name, Based Shesty. Give us a little bit of your background. Sure. So first of all, what an intro, boys. I'll, I'll remind me to pay you for that after the, uh, after the <laughs> but um, yeah, so my name is Andrew uh, from Jersey. Um, uh, became a Ranger fan. My parents, you know, I, you know, was by birth, I became a Ranger fan. Um, been a, didn't really follow it when I was a kid all that much, but really started getting into the team in like 2007, 08, um, when like Yager was still on the team and those guys. So I just got naturally attached and obviously the King, you know, I'm, no one's talking about the Rangers. Everyone's like, no Rangers suck. Mets suck. I'm a Mets fan too. So it was getting old <laughs> just hearing all the insults and the chirps. So I'm like, all right, I don't use Twitter all that much. I'll hop on, you know, see if anyone's, you know, takes an interest in what I got to say about them. And here we are. So <laughs> that's a bit so of a background on, uh, on me. So it started with a little bit of therapy. Yes. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it was it was mostly an escape from all the Philly fans. Um, why I really hopped on the bird app, but I or I guess X now. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's been brutal. I mean, as soon as I got there, I wasn't even there a year. The letter comes out. They're trading all the way to good players. And, <laughs> you know, I was hoping for Peter Holland. I was banging on Peter Holland on the power play. It was a disaster. <laughs> throwing some throwing some bombs out here. of that. We're here, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve was a big betting yeah, guy, so I'm sure he can relate. Um, I mean, oh, when did Steve? When did... They're, dry, they're, they're draining my account, man. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, you 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 big on betting hockey because hockey's a, a tough sport to bet. It really is. Not so much during football season. I mean, football's the best. You get the parlay going. You got red zone on. You can't hockey. I do, but what I'm learning more recently is not to bet with my heart because I'm always betting on the Rangers. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Rangers by a Rangers by a million. And, uh, you know, then they go out and they lose six nothing to like the Blue Jackets or something. So it's, it's just, you know, it's I got to learn. I, I'm learning the hard way, but I've been better at it. But, yeah, hockey's tough. Hockey's tough. Real talk, though. When do things take off on Twitter, man? Like, what was the first thing? The jumping in the ocean? I mean, that got Valley's attention, I think, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would say it really started to take off uh, the COVID year. Um, mm. A lot of the bigger accounts on Twitter who I really liked when I was starting out, like, uh, I don't know, I drop some names. I won't get everyone, but like Fitz, uh, mm -hmm. hockey stat miner, those guys, you know, I just interacted with them. They followed me. They would, you know, promote my stuff and retweet it. Ryan and Greg are two other guys who are just awesome dudes. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, I would just post videos and they would always just promote my content and then, uh, you know, it was give me the retweets and stuff. And from there it kind of took off. But what I would say it really like, I was like, okay, like I got like a, a following here was when, um, whatchamacallit, right after the, uh, what was that called, the play-in? Right after the play-in, uh -huh. uh, like beginning of the year after. I forget what year it was, uh, actually, but the Rangers had a preseason game against the Islanders, and um, Philip Heal scored a hat-trick that game. Oh, so yeah. I started a Twitter spaces that just become a thing. And like I started a space, and I DM'd Bill Pito. And I said, hey, Bill, like, if you want to join my space, man, like, we're just talking to Huck. And he joined it. And the space was called, like, F the Islanders. So, <laughs> so I had, like, so many people listening to the space. And then I just, you know, got followers from there. And that's when I really say it's going to pick up. Like, oh, holy cow. Like, if Bill Pito is joining your space, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you helps. Know what? So 
Yeah. I actually got lucky too. I, I was in touch with Bill Pito because he saw, I called the national championship. I, I feel like an old man already talking about it for Quinnipiac. They won. <laughs> that was the school I went to. It was sick. Overtime win. That's dope. That's Bro, dope. What I, a win I that did, was. That, right, win that was, was crazy, man. Yeah, that was and, awesome. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, every was that player, the first in program like, history? Was that the first, first one? It, first in the school's history. Like wow, for any man. sport. That's awesome. Crazy. That's awesome. Bill Pito, I'm taking a shower one day. My phone's ringing off the hook. I'm like, oh, who, who needs me? So I get out. It's my dad. He's like, dude, you got to check Twitter. Bill Pito just asked you, like, can we use the video? I was like, on Twitter? So it's pretty cool to uh to have those spotlights. Now, you were also chirped at by Nashville. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a chirp. Uh, so back the 21-22 the, the season, I was like at a bar. I was by, I was after work. I was waiting for a train. You know, the NJ Transit's the worst. I was working in the city at the time, yeah. and uh, I just like messaged Nash the Nashville Predators account. I was like, "Hey, like, let's put a wager on this game. Like, I'm so <laughs> bored. Like, if they win, you got to say I know puck. And if, if they if the Rangers lose, like, I'll buy a Predators jersey and donate <laughs> to like you know the proceeds or whatever to the Predator Pecorine Foundation. Um, so they were like, "All right, like, we'll take that bet." Dude, Filipino has a game. Sammy Blay, many people don't remember. Sammy Blay had like a sick pass to Lafreniere. Yeah, yeah, toe dragged. Like, I was like, holy cow. And the Rangers won that game. And when that happened, I was like, holy cow. Because once they tweeted, I think that's like, that was like my peak. That was the peak of the app. <laughs> and then, you know, that playoff run, the ocean, it was freezing. You know, just yeah. doing stupid stuff on Twitter, man. <laughs> that's really what it came down to. What uh with the uh Rangers though you crush a crush a few while you're watching them like what's your what's your go to move uh well depending on how the game's going that's like you know <laughs> if it's you know we're down four zero and Andre Pavlik's coming in the net you know that's all right we got a bottle. <laughs> we're down in a bottle or something but now recently you know just with work and stuff when they played during the week not much but yeah. on the weekends and stuff you know it's always nice to crack a couple watch the boys and you know hope they hope they pull out a W. Hopefully, I didn't do anything stupid and bet on them because you know if you get invested emotionally and financially, it's it becomes a little. Tougher. <laughs> there you go, sinking the ship. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I'm starting. For the last uh, during the six game win streak, you would have you would have pulled out. It's funny you mentioned that Columbus game. I actually bet that Columbus game too. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first big one. That was my first right. big one. There we go. Yeah, in the same boat. Tough. Boone Jenner legacy game, of course, just because when I throw bills on it, of course, Boone <laughs> Jenner goes out and has the game legacy. Of his life. And of yeah, course, unbelievable. The, the goals that we got taken off the board, too. I'm sure I'm not the only one that was ripping my hair out. I was in um, I was at a bar. I was at a bar that night and like I was just sitting there and it's not really a Rangers bar. So I was kind of just like the only one that was like invested in the game. And I was just <laughs> like person at the team. like i was just like yeah if people are staring at me like i'm just like all right like i can't be doing this <laughs> i can't make this a habit of going by myself to bars and screaming at the tv when people are just trying to eat <laughs> it's like the over 50 bar yeah like you got a bunch of old heads yeah there, like yeah. your aunts and uncles uh, and they're looking at you like what the hell is this guy yeah, doing yeah yeah like you know these guys are all, all these guys are like you know i was live when they wanted it 94 and i'm like oh, you know, it's tough i wasn't and, uh, i just gotta hear the whole spiel and i wish yeah. i was alive don't get me wrong but, but yeah no unfortunately you're watching Boone jenner drop patties on us these days <laughs> all right so let's get right to it andrew what what's your bold take for this year bold take for this year 
Oh, man. Well, if you had asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have thought Philip Hedo would have had a year and a half. I would have thought he would have been like up there in points, top three on the team. But now that he's hurt, I think that mm. takes a big hit. Um, mm-hmm. My bold prediction this year. Man, that's tough. Because like at the beginning of the year, I'd have been like, Kaka, 60 points. And now like Wheeler's on like the <laughs> yeah. first line. Like, <laughs> um, I would say if I were to give you a bold prediction this year, I think – it's a good question. I think Will Cooley is going to be, I mean, already he's showing the signs, but I think he's going to be more of an impact than we think he's going to be. I mean, he's showing all the signs already. He's getting to the dirty areas. He's scoring clutch goals. He's doing what he's supposed to do on defense. That line of him, Trochik, and Wheeler was really shut down there for a little bit. So I think he's going to, I don't know how much, I, I don't know how many points, but I think he's going to be like a 40 point, 30, 40 point player. I know he's a rookie and expectations are super high, but I think he's going to, I think he does a lot of things right. So I wouldn't be shocked. Well, lights out tech for him. I, I like that one. I, I was feeling yeah. a little Will Cooley conversation at some point today. I think that Carolina <laughs> goal was dirty, man. Like just darted back door. What a play Nasty. by eight, by Truba, man. By eight. Oh my <laughs> On God. Tony D too. Yeah, bro. It is mad. And I, I texted one of my friends after, if you go back and watch the goal, I don't know if you clip if you clip this episode a little preview, but if you can find this clip, Brady Shea and Tony D'Angelo are behind their own net with Cooley just <laughs> wide open, and you're like, "There's something poetic about that." Like, <laughs> like I remember seeing that against us so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like go you're back saying, and watch it. Yeah, yeah, like we're down six nothing in Columbus. You just type see Brady game. Shea and Tony like turn their heads to the. Yeah, yeah. You just see Brady and Tony just like turn their heads to the front of that, and there's Cooley just all alone. I'm like, you know, I remember seeing like Colton Sissons like score like two goals just <laughs> like that, like back in 2017. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is that is prime time hockey right there, though. I mean, they had that big yeah. game against Carolina. I want to know. I want to know, Andrew. Now we're going all time here. What is your Talk best take? What's your best and worst take ever? For like the Rangers ever, ever. Oh man, okay, we're going big time. All righty, my best. At, well, I can tell you what my worst take was because I had an account called Big Shay, <laughs> and I thought Brady <laughs> Shay was going to be like Victor Head. Him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still great. I mean, career high in goals last year. He's still solid for the Canes offensively, but you know, obviously, he didn't turn into that number one wheel that I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Um, but my best take of all time that's tough best take of all time i always thought filipino was going to take the leap so to see him light up the playoffs like he did in 2022 when like you know it was kind of questions we got three one you know like who's going to step up the canes got a 2-0 lead and he just starts lighting it up and then the cherry on top was the ray ferraro you got to think if you're Carolina here, you can get one in the next five. And then he's, it's like, he <laughs> all alone. He's scoring. It just goes, never mind. Like, just like that was, I'd say, like, I, I never really tweeted about it. But like, one thing that I always tell like my dad and stuff is like, 72, like, he's going to, he's going to be nasty. Like, just bro, when, once he gets I'll that opportunity, and he did. I'll tell you this, man. I, I'm now this, I, I'm not, you know, one of those, I'm religious Christmas. It's like they, the year they drafted him. And then he played like four games and he looked like Bambi out there playing Colorado. This is like yeah. start like day one His of the rebuild, bro. 17, like, 18. Yeah, yeah. Nasty I got, 
I I got a seventy two jersey. I got one too. Bro, I was a believer. I got one too. I was I was a a truther man. It's like he's gonna be a go. He made the opening night roster that year, and then like Toronto was our I think was the first game that we played in Toronto or something. And he like I was like all hyped, and AV played him like two minutes, like stupid (laughs) gave him stupid equal treatment. Yeah, yeah, I was like a brutal, brutal. But yeah, I would say that's my best and worst takes that I can think of right now. Yeah, all right, I, I hear you on that. I think we all have that the 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 top takes and the and the bad takes that we just take in stride with uh with Peter Laviolette. How you digging the way he's got things going? You know, I feel like for Ranger fans, we always kind of drop the hammer on big old uh, Barry Trotz with the Islanders, and now we're looking like a pretty defensive team. So I don't know what you're thinking on that. You know, we have. Artemi, we got Mika, but like now all of a sudden they're playing this neutral zone trap. I, w- I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah. So one of the first things I noticed, I went to a the preseason game in Jersey, and that was the first time I really got a good look at the team. The one three one man, Laviolette seems to like that, you know, with the neutral zone trap. So I, you know, you expected a more of a defensive structure, uh, which is great. You know, they're 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 the first couple of games that are really keeping the puck out of the net, you know, besides a couple of stinkers, Columbus, Nashville, and this last game in Minnesota, maybe a few. But I felt like they were playing really good, solid defense. Everyone knew their role. And they got the arguably one of the best goalies in the game in, in that. So, like, you know, all they got to do is just keep the shots to the outside, and there's a pretty good chance they're not going in. Um, so I think defensively they have really stepped up and are playing a really solid defensive game. And not only Peter Lab. Let you know the guys they brought with them, Michael Pekka, so to face offs, winning face offs now, so which is something that they really struggled with for a while. So, stuff like that, I think, did an impact. You know, where the Jerry's still out on Laviolette's system is the five on five offense. You know, it's mm-hmm. struggling, it's it's obviously it's not there right now, and we got to see where it will be, you know, when the games really start to matter and we're into the season and players are getting used to the system. So, we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, right now, honestly, man, I, I can't complain. Uh, no complaints here. You know, I know Taco Wheeler got a switch and obviously you want your number two pick to be on the top line, but you know, it, you know, I, I'll give him a couple of games to before I start throwing out any complaints or anything, but yeah, I mean, I like what I see so far. If that's, um, that's just the question there. Over the summer news breaks, Gallant out, Laviolette comes in. What was your first emotion after hearing Gallant's out the door and Laviolette comes in? Were you with Gallant going out? And did you support Laviolette being the higher? Good question. Um, so you knew something drastic was going to happen after that Devil series. You just knew like that wasn't that wasn't to their standards. At least you think that wasn't to their standards. Something's going to go down. And after it came out that like I think Drury and Gallant got in like an argument or something behind closed doors after like game four, I think it was or something. Mm-hmm. You knew something was going to go down. So when Gallant got fired, I wouldn't say it was so much of a shock. It was just more like, all right, like now Drury's got to make arguably the most important hire of his tenure so far. And, you know, there was a couple of guys going around. Uh, I forget the guy's name in uh, Hartford right now. No block, I think it is. No block, no block. Yeah. That name was floating around. I remember at one point someone tweeted that John Hines was getting interviewed. So you were like, oh, God, like, you know, they're ups and downs <laughs> and stuff. But I think Laviolette for Drury was the, was the safe hire for him because he's been around the league and stinks. We get the coaching carousel. We obviously, you know, you want somebody new that you can maybe see if he makes an impact. But I, I think where Drury's at right now, you know, he doesn't want to take the risk of hiring somebody new. 
and he wanted someone that he felt like, I guess he could trust. So he went with the, you know, a recycled coach in Laviolette. So, so far out the gate, you know, they're, what are they now? Eight, eight, two and one. It's proved to work, but you know, you just got to see if it's the long-term success is where it's at. But th- there's no, I don't think there's any question that this is the most important decision so far of juries, you know, tenure of hiring the next coach to take this talents there. It's just a matter of can they over the hump and really here. So no, I think uh something that a lot of I know you're a baseball guy. My girlfriend's a Mets fan. So I'm a Yankees guy. I see I feel like I'm getting kind of more looks at the whole league than I ever have in my life. You're watching the Rangers. Is there a a baseball team you could compare them to, you know what I mean? Like by the the key oh, players, man. like that's a really good question. That's a really good question. Oh man, um, who is a baseball team I compare the Rangers to? I don't know. Just based on location, it's like okay, the Yankees, but like I don't know. Like, I mean, recently, this is a stumper. Yeah, I feel like I go. I always say the uh, the Maple Leafs remind me of the uh, you read my the mind Yankees and and the Cowboys of football. Like I feel like they just can't get over the hump. The team that I guess the I guess it would be the Yankees, right? Like you feel like they had all they have all the talent in the world, and you know they got one really really talented player, and you know Judge, and they got other guys, you know guys like Fox and stuff that I'm sure people could call the Yankee equivalents better than I can, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the bone that comes to mind is the Yankees right now off the bat. But if I sat down and really thought about it, I could probably give you a better answer. But I don't know, man. It's definitely not the Mets because the, they built that stadium on some ancient burial ground. So they're cursed for all eternity. <laughs> so I don't think the Rangers are cursed, hopefully. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? In my mind, the first team that came to mind for me was actually Atlanta. I feel like that might be a stretch, but I feel like the Rangers got these guys locked up for like four or five years. It's just a matter of like, when are they going to win? Yeah. But, and the only reason why it is, I wouldn't say Atlanta right now is because they won a title in 21. Yeah. True, <laughs> they won, they true. actually won with the court. They, they broke through. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I could see Atlanta too. Yeah. You know, just once, man. Just, <laughs> just need one. one. I just need one. one. I don't care <laughs> after that. How smutty after that, man. Just give me one and I'll be good. All right, Andrew. To finish us off here, I got uh I was cooking up while I was sub teaching today. Kids are doing their assignment. Uh-oh. I'm like, he's cooking, All right, folks. Speed round. Okay. I'm gonna ask you just some questions, some fun ones. We're gonna see what your answers are. And it feel free to <laughs> elaborate if you want to. Sound good? Gotcha. Fire away, man. I'm around all ears. All right, yeah, Gucci, fire man. Fire away. All right. Who's your favorite New York Ranger right now? Adam Fox. Adam Fox, period. The Jericho kid. All right. Who's your favorite New York Ranger of all time? Oh, man. Okay. I can think of two. Uh, Ryan Callahan or Henry Funquist. <laughs> all right. OGs. Oh, little King oh, Talk. Geez. I like that. Call- I got like six Callahan jerseys. Like, I was, <laughs> he was my guy. But also, he was like, like, oh. I mean, the King is, yeah, the King is just like, my dog like you know he's he's our guy like <laughs> he's our guy he's the guy Tough Wait, question. Him. what was your thoughts on the marty st louis trade then when that happened listen i love marty you know you can't hate marty i mean 
that 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 2014 run, you know, it was really special. He lost his mom and stuff and scored that huge goal and really came up big for us. I, I loved him, but Callahan, man, he's my <laughs> dog. And regardless if it's a good trade or not, when your dog gets traded, you're, you're devastated. So, yeah. uh, what was that, 2013 he got traded, 2014? Yeah. So I was in I was freshman year of high school. I was yeah. pretty devastated at school. I got the notification on my iPhone, whatever the hell it was at that time, six or five. <laughs> pretty upset, not going to lie. But, you know, I didn't hate it. I really didn't hate it. All right, who's a team you dislike the most? New Jersey Devils. No, not even. Yeah, bar none? Not even, not even second guess. After, I tell people, you know, arguably, it's, and listen, like, I hate the Penguins. Like, you know, Islanders I don't like. But, like, the one of the worst days of my life was Adam Henrico. And I just have not been able to get over it since. <laughs> so that's why. That's why. And then bro, last year. And this damn team will give us closure, yeah. bro. They couldn't. I know, they, bro. 2012 happens 10 years later. We're like, come on, exercise the demon. This is it. This is it. They're up 2 0. the kid line are cooking. They're, they're in their zone for three minutes. And then you know what happened after that. But yeah, I mean, 2012 was really like one of my first, like, biggest heartbreaks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was. Go back to Ali Yoke and then stopped in the shootout. <laughs> like, brutal. Jersey friends, friends, they let me hear about it all the time. So I would say the Devils. Devils are it. All right. How about uh, who's a player that surprised you this season? Player that surprised me this season. Um, might be a little early, but Jonathan Quick played really good out the gate. Uh, Will Cooley, looking as comfortable as he does, really, really surprised me. Um, and honestly, like Lafreniere, I mean, I, for a while there, he was really, really looking really good. I mean, the points haven't been the last couple of games haven't been there. But, I mean, those first couple of games, when he's making plays away from the puck and doing the right things, getting it to Panarin and, you know. Lafreniere really, I think he's taking. Yeah, obviously it's not the really the huge leap we all want, but you know I think he's playing better and looks more comfortable as each game goes on for sure. Yeah, he had that breakaway tech against uh, the Winnipeg Jets. He went in. I was hoping he put tuck that away. I thought I thought that would have exercised some demons, and then he gave a fan in the three hundreds a souvenir, which is brutal. <laughs> yeah, what could you do? Yeah, how about uh, who's your favorite? So your favorite all time Ranger is probably Hanker Cowie. Yeah. All right, and who's your celebrity crush? Oh, man. Well, if you've been following me for a while, <laughs> I may or may not have tweeted that Alexander Daddario a few times, asking her what she's doing on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you're a few deep and just letting them rip. Listen, boys, listen, when you're 20-something, like, you got, like, 2K followers, you're like, I am the next Brad Pitt. Like, Alex Daddario, she's, she's going to, like, she's mine. Like, <laughs> she's it for you, huh? Were you ever like, uh, uh, yeah. now you were talking about accounts taking off peak 21. That was like Dua Lipa summer. Were you ever a Dua Lipa guy? I mean, don't get me wrong. Dua Lipa is incredibly attractive, incredibly attractive. But I mean, you got to stick with your OGs. And ever since Percy Jackson, it's been out to dark. So that's well, Percy Jackson, my number action. one. All right. Yeah. That's and you say, I was like, okay. She would you say stuff. what? Would you say you're a bigger Ranger fan than Met fan, or like, are we talking equals here? Uh, Ranger, it's like if I was which charts like Rangers, like uh, just because my parents are originally from Air, uh, Arizona, 
um, okay. Phoenix Suns is like down there, but I really don't watch no the basketball way. that much. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a deep cut fact, man. Yeah, deep cut fact. Not many people know that. I am a Phoenix Suns fan because my dad got relocated for work out there. Um, and when he got relocated, that was when like they had like uh, I think it was Nash, uh, Shaq was on the team for a little. It's not the Meyer, so like he really liked Locke when he came back to Jersey. That's great, man. And now so, number number one, man. This is this is like the all time question I've had for you forever. Like, out of all the running jokes, out of all the memes, out of everything. What was your favorite like shtick or like back and forth conversation? Like what was your like you look back on the account now? What was your favorite like man, that was oh. good when, when it lasted? Oh man, that's a, another good question. Boys, you guys are firing them off here. Them I don't rip. mean to take up all this time and I'm trying to think now. You guys gotta think. Listen, <laughs> the thinker over here. Um <laughs> um my favorite shtick that stuck around or just like a one-off combo on twitter i think the most fun i ever had on twitter was the predators night but the funniest shtick that always makes me laugh is the michael irvin uh, what are you prepared to do about it? Video. <laughs> yes. I, I just I use it so much because I just I just I I crack up every single time I use it. Like I, I just think it's the funniest video of all time. Like Michael Irvin, like you just watch him on ESPN, and every five seconds it's another clippable moment with that guy. Like he's just I don't know what it is, but he is just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but yeah, so off the rip, I would say funniest probably Predators. Bill Pito on the space is a very close second. But mm -hmm. um yeah. And then running shtick is whenever, I don't know, it's some stupid stuff like I don't know, like like you know, Zach Jones gets called up or something. I'm like, Jones, they're saying the lights are too bright. And then you know <laughs> man it's the best just the fact that i get to like i don't know do stuff that like i still find entertaining to go on twitter and i make myself laugh and it makes other people laugh and that's really all that's really awesome to me like i, I can't say like oh this one was, that's it like i'll never because i always have one on there people are hysterical i mean slander hours come on i mean the replies are always oh, great all time all timer with that so, mj smoking ripping a cig you know, just the fact that yeah bro it's the best i love it Syrup in the sig has got the baseball bat. It's the best. And you know um, it's coming so yeah, too. Man, honestly, like just the fact that I do things that Yeah. You know, after a big win, everyone Yeah, so I would say every day and you know, just have to be So I love it all. That's awesome, man. I mean, yeah, fa you got some good content. I gotta give you I that. Appreciate it. I appreciate tip it. Tip of the cap, bro. That's I mean <laughs> if I, I really ever needed I, I got to say, I think I speak for a lot of Ranger Ranger heads out there. There have been more than one days. It's not heads down. I open Twitter up. I see Bay Shesty tweet, and it just brings me up, you know, in the darkest hours of Ranger history recently. <laughs> it's been brutal. I got to be honest. But, you know, <laughs> honestly, the fact, like, you know, stuff like that means a lot to me, man. I just, 
you know, I love making people laugh. I, but, you know, at the end of the day, like if I'm not enjoying it, you know, I wouldn't keep doing it. I love what I, I love it. You know, I'm not getting paid for it. It's just all for my entertainment and, <laughs> you know, people love it too. So just all happy stuff, man. It's, it's great. But yeah, um, it means a lot that I could go on there and just tweet like Libor Hayek. And if you say that, say that at a family gathering, you know, everyone's like, who's that? But if I tweet it on Twitter, you know, everyone's like, oh, the kayak. Yeah, it's just great. It's a lot of fun. I love it. <laughs> Libor Hayek, man. Yeah. I mean, you probably got generations of speaking of feeding generations. That one's my new favorite. <laughs> got to give that one. That one's good. Every time I think of my buddies that sports bet like Steve-O, I'm always like, he is probably on his knees right now with the TV. Yeah, you got it. Sometimes it's an exaggeration. Other times it's not. Like sometimes I got the (laughs) the GDP of a small country on like Blake Wheeler anytime anytime (laughs) assist. So it's like Wheeler, you just pass the puck to Panarin. You could you have the opportunity to feed a family tonight. Like (laughs) (laughs) come on, man. Give it a minute. Just pass the puck. Just pitch it to him, man. Just find him, and he'll put him back to the net. Every now and then, I feel in that way about Kako. You just moved him up and down the lineup. It's like man. Just come on, you're on the power play. Feed Foxy, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I really want to say like the points will come with Kako. You know, uh, you know unfortunately, I, I'm not. You know, he's, this is what year five he's been with the team. Year six, something mm-hmm. like that. So it's like you obviously want the points to be there, but man, he looks really responsible defensively. Like when he's out there yeah. in the PK in his own zone, I trust him. It's just you know he's just got to find a way to get the points, and you know if, if it's is it his line is because Mika, you know, Crowder's got some amount of goals but a lot of them are on the power play and mika's only got one goal 5v5 and stuff so i think that once once this starts to click like the system and they really understand their roles and really know what they're doing the points will come it's just a matter of you know man it's the kids got like incredible talent like they didn't draft the number two overall because of like his name <laughs> like although it's an elite name they didn't just draft his name his kids the kids got talent like he does that's why he went second overall so once he finds that confidence, man, and maybe playing with Kreider and Mika for a little longer under a new system, getting used to it, more responsibility. And I was on the first line. He's played against top guys. Like, I, I really still have confidence in him. I really do. So, we'll see. The only time will tell with this team, as as we've known for God, when's the last time they won a cup? <laughs> the only time will tell. But, you know, we'll see. I'm, I, I like to be hopeful, though. I like to be optimistic until I literally can't be anymore. <laughs> Because they're no, either eliminated or the Mets have done something stupid, and I take it out in the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. This was truly a pleasure. We got a bunch of special guests lined up, but I was like, this is the guy. Like, if we're going to start a chain reaction of people coming on the show, it's got to start with uh, our class clown here. Bayshesty, sound <laughs> off. What's one thing? You, what's one thing on a platform you've always wanted to say about uh your Ranger fandom, or about the fans? Oh or... man, just anything. A spotlight's mine right now. <laughs> spotlight's yours, man. Okay. Um, what can I say? Don't become a Mets fan. That's the first thing I gotta say. Don't do it. If you weren't born into it, don't do it. Um, what else? Man, platform, man. You know, uh, it's been a while since you won a cup, and I know it's frustrating you know especially after last year's loss and the new coach and getting patience and now the injuries and stuff but man they got there's too much talent on this roster to not have faith in these guys and if they are the guys that, that they this is the core that they, they can do it they will do it you know and whether it's a new coach or something I, I got faith so regardless if i say it's over after a stupid thing or something i always believe 
because that's what keeps it going. You know, it's the hope and the, the want to win a championship. So thing I'll say is, um, as a Mets fan, I just there's no more, this can't be more true as a Mets fan. After all these years of not winning it, when the Rangers finally do win one, whenever that may be, fellas, tell me it's not going to be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Andrew, we are waiting for the it's <laughs> over. The the peak though is the we're so back, baby. Oh, it is gonna be like, moving. You can't even quantify. Like if they win a cup, we are so back. Like you can't what you, there's no number. Like, yeah, it's endless, <laughs> but you know, how do you like how do you qualify? like Rangers hoisting a cup and being at a parade? Eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Andrew. Puck Talk CS. A pleasure to start you off with our chain of guests. And uh, be sure to like, follow, subscribe to us here. We got that Instagram. We on Twitter. I'm on Twitter writing for the hockey yeah. news. We got a bunch coming your way. Steve, why don't you take us away? Well, again, Andrew, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. We'll have your content linked below. I got to say, when Travis Thanks hit for up me. to check you out, your content was awesome man keep it up like i i, <laughs> I was i, I kept scrolling and scrolling it was that enjoyable so thank you everyone go check them out and always remember it's just the luck of the puck it's the luck of the puck i love it boys i love it follow these guys too man follow them 